Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to talk about belonging cues. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making us a part of your week. The Walk and Love podcast is a weekly conversation between Brooke and I about parenting, faith, rhythms, emotions, belonging cues, strong feelings. It's a place where we laugh and sometimes cry as we try to find language to live a full life. So if you like your listening to line up with your living, then you're in the right place. Brooke, I have some big news. Okay. The Moms on Maui summer dates are live. And this will be the last Moms on Maui of 2024. So super stoked about it. Yeah. And it's just an incredible experience. I mean, you can tell people about it more than I can because I'm not allowed to come. actually... Yeah, it is. It's so fun. It really is. So we've got um, two back-to-back weeks up of dates in July. So it's July 11 through 16 and then 18 through 23. So you can apply for which week works for you, or you can apply and check both boxes and say either works. I just want to be there. I'm just, I'm so excited about doing Moms on Maui again this year, because obviously last year when I did it, it was great. It was fun. It was all the things, but I feel like since then I have learned a lot and had some more ideas and I have some surprises up my sleeve and I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah. There are literally boxes of goodies around us right right now now. for Moms on Maui, the the April ones that are coming out. The July dates are live. You can find those at walkandlove.com slash Moms on Maui or go to the show notes Mm -hmm. or just go to our website and click on Moms on Maui. Uh, Apply today because spots are extremely, extremely lemonade. Lemonated? Lemonated. Limited. Yes. Uh, So yeah, go apply today. Okay. Let me explain a conundrum I'm having, a podcast conundrum. Okay. Okay. Podnundrum. Podnundrum. Uh, Podcast listeners, you're just along for this ride. Okay. Okay. If you want to chime in on the Facebook page, go for it. Uh, Will Brooke see it? Probably not. (laughs) She still needs to be at it. Okay. So as I said last week, we've entered a new era of podcasting where we can insert ads, yeah. which again are- Might I might I add, yeah. you and I have entered a new well, era. Yeah. This technology- Yeah, it's existed. <laughs> has been around for a 100%, 100%. while. 100%, 100%. We were just like, hey, here's an idea. Yeah. And, Let's and make our re- lives and, easier. And the reason we're doing- Activate. Yeah, yeah. The reason we're doing it is because people listen to old episodes- we're talking about old things that don't make any sense in terms yes, of like somebody recently sales. thought that the Christmas extravaganza this year, 2023, they thought it was sold out Yeah, because they were listening to an episode from 2022 Yes, where the that venue was sold out. Okay. So here's my conundrum. Okay. I love the ads. I love that we're going to be recording them. I mm-hmm. love that we can insert them in old episodes to tell people about like what's going on literally right now. Yeah. But then when we like, so that ad played, mm-hmm. I, I know which ad just played. But I also in the moment, in the do. moment, yeah, right now. But at one fifty-five p.m., you know, a year from now, a different ad will play. Yeah, but I, in this moment, want to continue to talk about the thing that's going on right now, which was the ad that just played, because okay. of my excitement and because it's like top of mind, it's current, right? It's happening. A lot of people, but ads do don't ads listen. don't take out our top of mind topics. Okay. But I think you, the, sorry, y'all, you really are along for this ride. Okay. This is a conversation between me and TJ. You need to like shift your brain space, okay. right? Because these top of mind things, they all plug into what we did this week. Okay. Right. So we're moving, I'm moving that question up. 
Yes, I think we're answering the question. Of- and what did you do this week? Is that <laughs> sort of the energy that I'm bringing? Because that's, I feel frantic. <laughs> I feel like I don't know where to begin. Yeah. Well, I trust that we'll figure it out together, Should- week by week. <laughs> so that's that's what's going on here. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if it truly is excitement and top of mind, it's likely part of the week. It's likely part of hey, what's going on right okay. now? So no, hey, hey, T, what's going on right now? <laughs> Hey, tell me all about it. Wait, should I read the review of the week? Yeah, let's start there. Oh, wow. Okay, let's go. So, let's see here. Here, we're replanning the podcast right now live. <laughs> Unless you're listening a year from now. And, and you just heard an ad that <laughs> is live, but this part isn't live. <laughs> sort of like time travel, but not. Um, it's like our own version of Inception. Is yeah. the top still spinning? <laughs> we'll never know. 100%. You think not, that it is? No. Hundred percent, it's not. We were just talking about yeah. this on B and B After Dark. What? No, what do you actually think? Do you think I, I the think top? We, I think we do. I think it stops. You think it wobbles? Yeah, because I'm it an falls. optimism. I love I'm that. an optimist. Optimismist. I'm an optimismist. Top of mind optimist. Okay. Um, Review of the week. Are you ready? Let, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's intro. Go. <laughs> the dynamic ad plays, and uh-huh. then you just jump right into review your, the week. Whoa! And then I ask you how your week is going. Whoa! Like that week, week. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Title of the review. We laugh and sometimes cry. Five stars. Nice. Nothing mundane about Unlike Mondays. Noah's bull crap for Yeah. <laughs> about Mondays with this listening that lines up with our family's life. The bold truth, stretching challenges, helpful wisdom, and joy-filled laughter just make for the best combination. My husband and I listen together while sipping our Olipops and feel like we are on a good friend's comfy couch pondering anything from parenting methods to personality types to radical obedience. Keep it up, Brooke and TJ. You encourage many. Bueno. Te amos. Adios. Whoa. Okay, we love you. Bye. Wow. I've never even thought about that in another language. Espanol. <laughs> Espanol. <laughs> bueno. Bueno, bueno. Vaginas. <laughs> oh, whoa. You need to say that clearer. <laughs> I'll have the I'll have chicken vaginas. <laughs> uh, who... <laughs> Who was I with recently? Was that someone? Me. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Ever with me. No. That's why I think maybe it was maybe someone during Moms on Maui. Okay. Someone. Wait, Moms we, on Maui? Yeah, it's an ad. We can't talk Mom. about it now. <laughs> no, I'm setting you up. Oh. To, moms on Maui, oh, baby. Oh, Moms on Maui, baby. Sorry. I was, I missed where you were Come headed. Um, no, somebody recently was pronouncing tortilla like a tortilla chip. Okay. Wrong. Tortilla? Yes. Like, but like dead serious. And I'm, and, and I think maybe it was then, but I don't remember. I just remember being like, wow, that's still happening. And it's 2023. Okay. Okay. Here's where we're at. People Those are soft L's. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so dumb. It doesn't make any sense. So Brooke, uh. how was your week? What's going on? Tell me all about I'm it. I'm just confused about what I could talk about. <laughs> uh, huh, my week was fantastic, right? I, yeah. When did we record? See, my problem is that I'm like, when did we rec- we're record last? We're basically recording every Sunday now. Okay. So I'm going We've Sunday to Sunday. We've into the rhythm of Sunday. Um, Next week, we have a very special guest on the podcast. Oh, we or you? We. We. I'm part yeah. of it too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Is it me? No, you're okay. you're a host. Oh, I could pretend to be a guest though. 
Sure. That'd be real confusing. Sometimes I feel like one of us has guests. Hey, hey, are you kidding me right now? Who just made notes and wrote the notes for this episode? Okay. Oh, don't even put notes in quotes. <laughs> That's a Junie thing right now. Doing quotes, but she doesn't totally get it right. She's like, no, it's, she uses it when she's being sarcastic, Yeah, but she doesn't know what sarcasm is. <laughs> So it kind of works, but you're also like, that's not exact. That's not exactly right. You know, in quotes <laughs> with her emphasis. And I'm like, mm, okay. God, I'm going to go get my jammies on. Yeah. My Meaning like she doesn't want to, yeah. but she will. I guess I'm okay. going to go do this thing. Okay. Anyway, like, great. Go for it. I would love that. Um, my week was great. I, we had a full, I don't like chronologically we, we, remember the week at all. I think I blacked out. Full week. One of our fullest weeks in a long time. From a Sunday to a Sunday? Yes. 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 Because we launched officially. Yes. We officially launched Sunny, Sunny Morrow, Morrow, which launched on when. Which you may have heard an ad for if you're knows? in the past or the future. <laughs> no, if you're in the future, you might hear it. Yes. In the past. But they wouldn't feel like they're in the future. No. They'd be in the present. Yeah. So <laughs> um, it's going to take me a while to get used to that. Okay. <laughs> I don't think it would take me a while to get used to it if like we were just like inserting other people's ads, but it's because it's ours. Yeah. And this podcast is mostly us talking about what's going on. <laughs> it's very, and I'm watching this show called dark, which is it's all about time like, travel. So I'm like, am I part of the show now? Yeah, maybe. I don't know if there are German subtitles <laughs> on our episodes now. <laughs> our ads in German. This week really was great. It was very busy, but an exciting busy. Yep. It was full. Um, yeah, like we didn't do school on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday because we launched the shop on Wednesday mm -hmm. and then Thanksgiving happened and yep. then it was Black Friday, which just sort of because it smashed in between a Thursday and a Saturday feels like, well, it's, this is just part of a long weekend holiday. Yeah. But then that starts Shabbat, Sabbath for yeah. us. So like we, we, had, we, we did all that and now here we are a little confused about what time it is and where we're at, yeah. but it's a Sunday afternoon. But, but yeah, most of it was, was, it was Sunny Morrow. It was a big deal. That was a special moment in our family and hopefully like the history of what we do. Yeah. Um, it's wild. And you guys are already ordering, which is amazing. And yeah. we're super, super grateful for that. If for some reason you missed it, we launched a brand new brand called Sunny Morrow. Yeah. And it is uh, basically a... It's a, like a women's boutique. I don't like the word boutique because I feel like when you feel like you I feel like you go like exactly a, literally a you're walking into that has something creaky wood floors. Well, that is or, my picture or with I'm just like I feel like in, when I go into a boutique, I'm like, oh, I might like one of these things. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Right. So that's that's not the best word it's for it. It's a women's fashion brand. It's a yes. it's a fashion. It's, a, it's everyday essentials as fun as you are. So oh, if you're, wow, see, I'd I'd like that yeah. store. So it's a they, shop, it's a but shop. it's online. It's an online shop with everyday essentials. You go, so here's what you do. You go to Google. You go online. You type in Sunny Morrow. Yes. Then you click on SunnyMorrow.com. Yes. Then you go to SunnyMorrow.com and then you click on the Instagram button at the bottom or the top. I'm not sure where it is. Then you go to Instagram and you hit follow. That's mm -hmm. the quickest way mm. to get news and updates yeah. about Sunny. Well, for I thought you were going to go to Instagram and then click up to the link in bio and reverse oh, yourself yeah, back yeah, to yeah. shop. I thought that's what you, where you were headed. <laughs> but yeah, literally so, click 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 yeah so it's an it's a fashion brand it's like an everyday brand a fashion also makes again me i'm feel like fashion like, makes it sound like, like it's fashion fancy, yeah uh who am i quote oh is that the trolls trolls, the trolls too yeah. that's the fashion that's the two yeah. like yeah. twin sisters chanel and Sh satin and Shanique. satin and chanel Shani satin, satin. Shanique is yeah. definitely not <laughs> definitely right. not it um 
<laughs> and so, yeah, it's available now and it's shipping now. It, uh, yes. Movie? I need to do like yeah. a Q&A or a frequently asked. Ex- Some people like will might probably get stuff their today? stuff on tomorrow because it's Sunday. Oh, yeah. Some people might unpack, be listening to this podcast. And they might then, unpack their item while they unpack what we're about to talk about. Wow. Double unpack. Uh, so that, that was huge. That was so exciting. And yeah. just, you know, one of those things where it's like, you just take these small steps yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, we've arrived. We yeah, did it. We did like, it. And you're like, that wasn't too hard, was it? And you're like, well, kind of, but in a good <laughs> yes way. Yes and no. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's super fun. We hope to release monthly collections yes. uh, starting in the new year. Right now, like for the rest of the year, what we have is what we have. We're not getting anything new for the rest of the year. Most likely, maybe one or two things. There might be a couple things there that I'm a little a confused sh- about where they are right now in the world. But for the most part, we're going to do monthly collections, limited amount of pieces, yeah. uh, ships right away, all that, all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. very excited about that. And then, uh, then we went to the Beth Key. So last year, uh, I don't know if I'm sure we talked about it at some point. We all <laughs> yeah, got, extensively. The, we all got the plague, like the flu plague last year. Yeah. And Thanksgiving was it canceled and there was like four weeks. a moment in time where we thought Christmas was also going to be canceled. Like mm-hmm. I, we have never been this sick in our lives mm-hmm. and all th- thankfully Daisy kind of like. She got, had she, it, but, but it she, wasn't as intense as everybody else. But like there was a, there was a time last year where Sunny in June, right around Thanksgiving, they didn't move from the couch for like three days straight. Like just, yeah. and then I watched all three hunger games in the guest room mm-hmm. because I like couldn't move off the bed Yeah, and it was just like a rough time. So we're getting ready mm-hmm. for, you know, Wednesday we're getting ready for the collection and Thursday we're going to go up to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Wednesday morning I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. CrossFit's broken out into two sections. The first mm-hmm. section is like a lifting section. The second session is like what the, they call the WAD, the workout of the day. It's mm-hmm. more of like the cardiovascular intense, like, you know, lay on the floor sweating type vibe. <laughs> so I do my lifting and we're actually going for like a one rep PR mm-hmm. and I get close to mine. And I'm feeling fine. Like I'm actually feeling pretty good. Yeah. And then we start the workout and my stomach <laughs> starts rumbling pretty fiercely. And I'm like, oh, yeah, in happening? a Las Vegas kind of way, sort of like yeah. I'm either going to barf Ooh. or I'm going to come out my the pants <laughs> while doing toes to bar. <laughs> Not a pretty picture. <laughs> um, and so I come back and I'm like, Man. and so we, we, but we need to work on Sunny Morrow. I, I stay away basically from food all day and uh-huh. I'm just like, I'll just work and we'll be fine. And I was feeling okay. And then Sunny Morrow launches and I was actually gonna play some video games with Matt. And while I was playing, I was like, my stomach kind of hurts, mm-hmm. but we were going to order pizza because we had worked all day and we just like, didn't want to cook. So we ordered pizza. I like get Daisy in the, tr- in the van to go get the pizza. Cause she usually comes with me. She's a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. And pizza? yeah, pizza truck. Van, truck, truck, van, van. pizza, truck, in, daddy, daddy, um, in. and so I get her in the uh, car seat, and I'm like, oh, I think I need to go to the bathroom. You like ran in, and you were like, so, yeah. You, you, yeah, you look so vanished. Morning, morning, it's like, morning. It's as if the the pickup was like, I don't know. Some famous something was arriving and you had to be on yeah. time. Like the intensity that you came in the house and we're like, you got to go. I can't. <laughs> I was like, Brooke, I think I'm going to go. go because I like my stomach hurts so bad. Yeah. And so 
go get pizza. I, I eat like one slice of what I got. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. I just like, I don't feel well. And then, and so like it, now I'm internally panicking. I'm like, oh no. Oh, Two no. years in a row. Yeah. Uh, at least I'm going to miss Thanksgiving. Everyone else seemed fine, but I'm going to miss Thanksgiving, which is like, I love Thanksgiving food. Yeah. Just my plate is completely tan and I'm all about it. <laughs> There's not a veggie in sight. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like getting worried that I won't be able to go. So I, that night was rough. I was just like basically in the bathroom for an yeah. hour. Yeah. And go to bed and like, honestly, some of the worst stomach cramps I've ever had. Mm-hmm. You know, Brooke's, Brooke's probably just making fun of me. because She's like, I've had a baby. And I'm like, my tummy hurts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't making fun of you. <laughs> I wasn't. It's not the word I would use. Um. <laughs> Judging? <laughs> no. And so, but I woke up, didn't do the Thanksgiving workout. Stomach was still a little tender Mm -hmm. and I didn't eat. I was like, if I'm going to eat and feel sick, I'm going to eat at Thanksgiving. Right. I'm just going to wait and then I'm going to go for it. And up at their house in the pool. Love it. (laughs) But I was fine. Thankfully, you were fine. Thankfully, I was fine. Everyone meant Thanksgiving was so much fun. There were tons of people there. We got a Thanksgiving photo, which was the first time since 2016. Mm -hmm. So, Big wins all around. Great Big week. Big wins. And then we've had the <laughs> Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales happening uh, this weekend. And so that's been some work. But honestly, we've just been kind of like enjoying the holiday weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I'd hung the stockings. What and the Christmas lights. Yeah. Just did like trying to get the stinking Christmas bins out of our house yeah. and either at least back into the garage, if not somewhere oh, else. Here's a story I can tell the podcast audience. So was it last week? No. I don't know. When did we talk about the book? Oh, at least two weeks ago. Okay, so two weeks ago, we talked about Simple Money, Rich Life. All depends on when you're listening to this. Yeah. I think it was two weeks ago. <laughs> and um, someone who listens to our podcast listens to Bob and Linda's, right? It's Linda. Yes. Bob and Linda's podcast, who aren't 80 years old, despite their names. Right. And she shared with them, hey, this other podcast I listen to, listen to your podcast. Talk, and, no, yeah. talked about your book. Talked about your book. So like, here yeah. you go. So they shared about it. Yeah. And I was sitting at my desk and I was like, huh, wonder if these are the people that are supposed to be in our house this Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I sent them a voicemail and say, hey, this is. Hey, nice to meet you. Come get in my van. Do you want to? Say- but you got to fly across the ocean to get into it. Sleep in my- <laughs> and they said, yes. Yeah. So they're coming. It's crazy. Which is so cool. So whoever shared that with them, you were the first. Mm-hmm. domino in them coming and enjoying a Christmas on Maui, which was really, really cool. Yeah. And uh, I, I just love that like we have the ability to do that because that is like such a fun thing to like watch God. Like they'll come here and they'll, ha- they'll have a definitely different Christmas than they ever have. Yeah. And hopefully they'll like feel the, the all the things that the island has to offer, which yeah. is so good. And so we're, we're stoked for them. So yeah, that was our week. I love it. Um, another thing that happened this week is, so I'm, I'm transitioning into a segment called I'll take two, please. Okay. Because this is so silly, but it's the, it's the truth. We ran out of maple syrup, which is fine. Yeah. As one does. We use a lot of it in our house because we use it in our coffees. It's like our liquid sweetener. And so normally when I'm making the sweet cream for the top of our coffee that Which I'm always... a bit there's been a big push online to get that recipe out to the people. Oh, okay. So we maybe need so the, like a little maybe I'll run an ad for it. Yeah. Um 
So it's like Sponsored roulette. By Steve and Cindy. You don't know what you, got. you just got to sponsor the maple keep syrup. Keep listening until you're like, there it is. Um, it's real smart. Um, marketing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag marketing. Um, no, we're out of maple syrup, which is fine. I, I need to go to Costco when we just forgot to get some last week. Yeah. But normally we have two kinds of sweet cream we make for the top of our iced coffees. Uh-huh. We have a salted maple which sweet cream, preferred. which is TJ's favorite. Yeah. And then we have like a cinnamon sweet cream. Garbage. Is and it as much garbage? No. Okay. So here's the thing. I was like, dang it. I'm out of the maple. What else could I use that's going to f- give an okay texture? Because it's not like I'm at no point do I get any of this warm. So it all needs to blend together when cold. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'll try honey. I mean, honey and cinnamon are probably pretty good together. Yeah. I'll take two, please. Yeah. I think it's so good. So now we have a salted honey. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Salted maple and a honey sweet cream. Honey cinnamon. I can't talk. Yeah. Ha. And they're both fantastic. Take two, take two on the take two. We have a... We have... <laughs> hi, welcome. Welcome in. Which sweet cream would you like on top? We have a salted maple. And what's my other option? Uh, uh, uh honey <laughs> cinnamon. Slobity, quabity. Slobity, quabity, Ashwitz. Anyway, I'm just... It's real good. I'll and I'll two. take two. Um... I feel like I have an, I feel like I had one and now it's just totally vanished from my mind. Oh no, I'll take two. And we did take two. We actually took four. Um, <laughs> Costco is selling this lint. Oh, lint, lint chocolate. Lind- I thought it was Lindor. Lindor? I thought it was lint. Lind- L-I-N Lindor? I don't know. No, what's we- Lindor? That's, a- that's, L-I-N- that's someone's name's Lynn and her front door. No, it is lint. Yeah, L-I-N-D-T, lint. Costco was selling this, like, it's like those little balls that are wrapped, um, I don't know how to describe them, chocolate balls. <laughs> Costco has these great chocolate Oh, balls. look, it's it's the same thing. It's literally lint, Lindor. Okay. So we were both right. Nice. And uh, they're yeah, it's so like an good. As, it's like an assorted pack. I don't know sale. how many are in it, but it's only nine ninety nine at Costco, yeah. which is wild. Yeah. So, so we've bought, bought one four bags. Now we've had we've had four bags, which means they're not nine ninety nine anymore. We've spent forty dollars <laughs> on chocolate on chocolate. Worth it. <laughs> so please stop, Sunny Morrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please, for the love of God, go buy a sweater. Because <laughs> Costco's almost out. Uh, <laughs> Are you allowed to say for the love of God? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> Am I not? Am I not allowed I to know. say that? I don't think so. Okay, that sounds like a bad word. Oh, in my sorry. House. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Um, Sponsorship over. Yeah, they just well, they just canceled their deal. It was a three-year deal, four hundred ads. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll take two of those. Okay, and we did. We took two, two different times. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any other segments? Are we good? I think we're good. We're good. We're good, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. So, <laughs> did you get what I was doing? <laughs> oh man, that was so good. So more ad talk. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're gonna we're inserting one right after the intro, and then we're inserting one between the like. 
we're done somewhere so, in the middle. Well, it's not really necessarily time wise in the middle. And we're going to head into this, <laughs> this topic. And I told Brooke before we started recording, we just need to take a beat at both of those moments. And she, and I said, that sounds great. Just give me the eyebrows. Like, cause you normally do. You like raise your eyebrows yeah. like, and it's coming. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> but you went with a heavy, hardcore eyebrow raise just now. But you and weren't noticing. They just kept getting higher and your head getting tilted back. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. Okay. So here's that <laughs> ad. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we're so good at this. <laughs> I'm literally crying. <laughs> Almost 200 oh. episodes in and we're just getting, we're just, <laughs> get, just getting we're started, getting people. Our stride. <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> let's chat. Let's chat about something. No. So, um, can I start? Can I start? Sure. Okay. So, you know, I'm part of integrated Yeah. and there's always, oh. <laughs> people are always recommending books always like, all the time. <laughs> Too many books to read. I read about four books a year. It's all I got. I listen to about 75 hours of fantasy, but I only have time <laughs> to read four nonfiction books yeah. a year. Yeah. Um, I think I read more of the integrated book suggestions than you do. hundred <laughs> um, <clears throat> percent. And so, although I'm changing that because now I list, now my rule is that's true. Monday through Thursday, when I bike to and from the gym, I have to listen to something nonfiction. Decide once. Love it. Um, on Fridays, I can listen to music if I want to. Mm-hmm. So, but here's another caveat to that rule because I listen to the Bible daily. And sometimes my bike ride isn't long enough for like the verses, those mm-hmm. chapters that I'm listening to. So yeah. if, if the Bible ends, I can't, I can't restart it. Cause it's like in its own app. It's not yeah. built into Apple music or anything. Right. So then I allow myself for the rest of the ride to listen to music. So mm. if I do the Bible for like three quarters away, nice. which bumps me up to go to the gym. Love it. Unlike Ezekiel, <laughs> is Ezekiel a book of the Bible. <laughs> I just got so scared. Is it? You tell me. I don't know. I don't have to really think about it. Our sponsorship <laughs> is definitely canceled. Yeah, Steve has definitely canceled it. <laughs> oh, no. Um, oh, gosh. So, <laughs> so in what, when people ask Jeff and Jeremy, like, what's one of your favorite books about, like, creating family culture, mm-hmm. they recommend this book called The Culture Code, which is literally not written for families or about families no. at all. It is written about high-level businesses. It is. Confirmed. I mean, I knew it was in the Old Testament. (laughs) It's like I knew it was in there, but I was also like, is it in there? Have you read Second Ezekiel? Stop. That's not real. (laughs) It's definitely not real. Um, anyways, so the culture code is like their their go-to, like how to create family culture. Yeah. And so I listened to it to and from the gym over the last few weeks, Mm -hmm. months. Um and it's an I listened to book. it in August yeah. when I went to South Carolina. And it's an excellent book. North Carolina. We have Sorry. taken a lot of the language <laughs> and we've started to kind of like implement it into our family culture. Yes. Because again, what we're doing- It's about, is, the book is about building successful teams. Yeah. Like it yeah. uses all sorts of examples. There's like uh, business- It's a very enjoyable yeah. read or listen for, for, a, for a quote business book. Yeah. I'll put it in quotes like uh-huh. June does. Yeah. Um, it tells a lot of stories. Although June would be like, it's a good read. Read. For a business book. <laughs> You're like, what? Huh? It is a good read. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, and so, 
It's been really good, but Brooke and I were recently having a conversation. So, so the book is always recommended by the two of them. I finally got around to listening to it. Brooke listened to it. And we started having a conversation. We started having a game plan conversation about our trip to Pennsylvania. And so it like, which I think is an important thing to do. Mm -hmm. And what, and so as you travel to visit family, whether it's a good situation or a bad situation, it's important to have game plan conversations about your family. Mm -hmm. And so about like what your vision is for the trip, our Mm -hmm. vision is for the trip. And during that conversation, we talked about this one phrase in the book over and over again called that, that basically said they're they're called cues of belonging. Mm -hmm. And so we talked about it in a lot of different ways while we're having this conversation, but then we thought, what a great idea for an episode to have a conversation about cues of belonging at specifically as we enter into the Christmas season yeah. and we're either mostly for like our, our immediate family's culture, mm-hmm. but then also like if we end up being on the hosting side of things, I yeah. think that's super valuable too. And so what is a cue of belonging? You might be asking, take it away, bro. Sure. Yeah. So belonging cues are, um, like they they are defined like it's a very real thing in the like science science, brain, science brain, word brain yep. uh human relationship world so they are nonverbal signals that we use to create safe connections in groups <clears throat> and there's like three super like the highest level basic uh like qualities of belonging cues would be like the invent the man I cannot talk and read today the energy invested in the exchange mm-hmm. um valuing individuals and signaling that the relationship will sustain in the future. So if those are like the three highest level, like those are three big umbrellas, then here's some ways, like all these other things kind of fall under that big umbrella. Read read those three one more time. Well, those, the big ones are the energy invested in the exchange. So let's, let's break that down. Let's break it down. Can I break it down into what I was right here into the, the, the next part, which includes like proximity Okay. to the person, the people you're talking to, eye contact, energy in general, yep. um, mimicry, t- turn-taking, attention, body language, vocal pitch, and consistency of emphasis. And so those get real nitpicky of yep. like, you know, they're talking about like these high-level teams in mm-hmm. NASA that are doing something, yep. you know, I'm same, similar yeah. when you and I are having conversations. Yeah, right. Just trying to figure out what the word boutique means. Right. But similar. Is a seagull. <laughs> Um, staying closer to me as we figure this out together. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it would be the energy invested in the exchange, valuing individuals, and then signaling that the relationship will sustain in the future. And did did you want to break down the first one? Yeah. Yeah. So that is the energy invested in the exchange. Yeah. So I think like, as we think about that during just like everyday interaction, Mm -hmm. like, are you engaged with the person that you're talking to, whether it be your spouse, your child, a friend, coworker, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And like in, you know, like are, are you investing your energy in your device that's in your hands, which mm-hmm. is, this is a big one for me that I'm, I'm being refined in daily mm-hmm. that I want to invest my energy in the person I'm talking to, not the task that I need to get done, mm-hmm. you know, like, cause it, cause I can be distracted by the work and the devices and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. so like, I feel like that is sort of that one's kind of like subtitle. Yeah. Next one. Um, valuing individuals. So what, what would you say for that? Like, what would you say is like, sort of like the short cliff uh, notes version yeah, of that? Yeah, I don't know because 
uh, I mean, I do, like I know, but I'm also like, I don't know if I've got words for it. Real riveting on a podcast. <laughs> but um, I think there's so many ways to value people, mm-hmm. but I do think that it, um, sorry, I'm trying to, I'm trying to gather my thoughts. Um, like there are so many ways you can value people that are all these very specific, like, again, these are nonverbal cues. That's what a belonging cue is. And then you and I T we are going to take this conversation into a way that is still kind of nonverbal, but it's more like literal and specific. Yeah. And so I think that's where my brain is like ping ponging between the two right now. Um, I just want to like set a, like a, base layer foundations or so as we have this conversation people aren't like what does that even mean yes and so like for me well i think let's use your example of let's say you're sitting at your computer doing work which again a valuable thing i'm not saying don't do the work a kid comes in and genuinely needs something like needs something or whatever needs to happen or doesn't need something genuinely like maybe they're just there yep like if your energy invested in how you're talking to them i think that can really impact whether or not they feel valued or not, which is the second part, like valuing individuals. And then of course, I think, I hope we signal to our kids that the relationship is going to sustain in the future. But I think when I, when I think about that in like a work element, which which is where this is being talked about more. I mean, you talk to somebody at customer service counter or somewhere and I'm not overly invested or intentional on my, like, I need to make sure they know this relationship is going to continue because it's not. But the the tricky thing is, is that I think a lot of people take well, that energy and then they unknowingly shove it into pockets of, of where the relationship needs to continue. And 100%. they're treating it like they're speaking to a customer service person yeah, or the customer which again, service like, one is interesting. That sounds, that sounds mean. I'm not saying you, be mean. If you create a strong team of customer service people, mm. they will make your customers feel that this relationship is going to continue. Yes. Because you want it which to continue. Which would be very valuable. With the business. And that's why like someone like Chick-fil-A is so valuable because yes. they're team members who, you know, like I'm not going to, I mean, unless you're like a regular and then they literally do know your name, know your name and your order, your, your vibe and stuff. But like when they make you feel like, Oh, this is a place where I belong and this relationship is going to continue. Yes. You then continue it yes. by continuing to go to Chick-fil-A. So like, yes, Chick-fil-A is a great like corporate yeah. example because I feel like the good ones. And yeah. you, you, every once in a while you hit a Chick-fil-A and you're like, I don't think they got the guidebook. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> you sorry. You want to print it out? Cause I have yeah. it in my backpack. <laughs> Y'all did not read that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they do like, they do make eye contact. They all have a similar energy. They kind of mimic your excitement for mm-hmm. being there, yep. which makes you want to mimic their excitement for being there. Yep. Um, I feel like they pay attention. I feel like their, even their body language, even when they say in their vocal pitch, like when they say, um, you know, my pleasure, yeah. like it's, it, it is, it's like, so, um, it's so inviting yeah. and it makes you feel like, man, I could go to any Chick-fil-A I and I feel like I belong yeah. here. Yeah. And so that's sort of like the book is excellent. And like they dive so much deeper into the cues of belonging and, and how to like cultivate an environment with those. And so yeah. like, if you're starting a family or have a young family or even have an older family like that if you work somewhere and you're leading a a team (laughs) it's such a yeah i mean it's valuable for like like, please go read it for that standpoint but i think if someone saw the book as a as a parent and thought they wouldn't think oh i should read this correct for my family so that's and most of our audience is going to read it for that yeah and not for the like culture of a business and team Mm -hmm. element so great book and it dives way deeper into that so 
But as Brooke and I were talking about our game plan home, we started talking about like the flight and the travel and mm-hmm. all the sort of like that comes with mm-hmm. traveling 5,000 miles. And we really started talking about like, how can we give our kill? Like traveling is tiresome. Like mm-hmm. everyone knows that like traveling on an airplane is not ideal. That mm-hmm. it, it gets less and less fun, mm-hmm. um, especially around like the winter, because there's an element of like, there could be storms and delays and cancellations and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so like we were talking about how, as we travel back, uh, to Pennsylvania for Christmas, do we give our children cues of belonging? Mm-hmm. Like, how are we like, and it's not really like, a, and it's, this isn't really like a how to, it's more of just like, let's make this idea top of mind mm-hmm. so that when we're tired and had just woken up from an all nighter sleeping <laughs> straight up, you know, sitting yeah. up with a kid sort of on our arm, like, you know, hurt locker style, we can't move or else it'll wake up. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we just like be having conversations about these belonging cues of, you know, eye contact, like sense yeah. safety, like that, that like, even when things are hard, like, and, and so I just feel like that was such a helpful conversation between the two of us because it, it's hard to remember these things when you're tired, when you're frustrated, when you're sleep deprived, all that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But if you have the conversations of like, let's cultivate cues of belonging as we travel, yeah, they'll be top of mind yeah. and you'll be able to do that. So, yeah. yeah. And I think, because you and I took the, con- like we talked about it for a long time. We took the conversation in the direction of why do we feel so welcome at some people's homes mm-hmm. and not at others? Um, and this was like a big picture conversation. Yeah. I'm not talking about travel specifically or here specifically. I just mean like in general or any space, business space, personal space, someone's home. Yeah. Sometimes you walk in and you feel just like, wow, I, I don't know these people well, yeah. but I like feel super welcome and invited mm-hmm. here. And then there's other times where you're like, even if you're not consciously saying, I don't feel super welcome. You feel it. Like your insides, you're picking up all these nonverbal signals constantly. Like I would say like, like examples of places that have no cues of belonging would be like the DMV, (laughs) um, like most doctor's offices or hospitals. Yeah. Um, which is why I love the, the kids dentist we go to. And I think that it's more, it comes more naturally because it's a pediatric dentist mm-hmm. and they're, and so they're literally thinking, how do we make these kids feel? They're yeah. actually thinking about it and talking We're about like for it. Grown-ups, don't and for grownups, it. they don't do that. And I think if they did like, you know, I'm not even there to practice specifically, I'm not saying they don't, but just like it, it does come more naturally when we start talking about kids. Yeah. Cause we're thinking about their emotions and stuff, but. And because um, we've been hosting people and uh, you know, we, we, we have this conversation, like how can we, make people feel like, you know, we have strangers coming to stay at our house, yeah. podcast listeners. I mean, right. so they're sort of strangers, but sort of not. Yeah. How can we make them feel welcome and like they belong? And so we are having these active conversations for our own lives. And then it's sort of like trickled into like, you know, we don't host for Christmas right. because we travel, but like, yeah, if we were, yeah, what would that look like? Right. Yeah. We took the belonging cues and, and kind of moved that language over Excuse me, into this mixture of like hospitality Mm -hmm. and, and what is the, and then sort of put the question up here on top. Like, so what, what does really good hospitality do and look like? And it was cool because I felt like it trickled down in or looped around or whatever into all of these belonging cues. Um, 
you know, like one of them is just one of the belonging cues is just like attention, yeah. literally paying attention. 100%. And so when it comes to paying attention in hospitality, yep. I feel like that looks like if someone's coming to stay, you maybe have paid attention to, I don't know, do they drink spicy water yeah. or do they, do they like their coffee hot or cold? Like the, it's so simple. Those yeah. little things of paying attention to that, um, that will really make somebody feel super welcome. Mm -hmm. Or it's not that the opposite makes them feel unwelcome. It's just that it doesn't add to the, it doesn't add to one of those big three, which is like signaling that the relationship yeah. will continue. Yeah. Um, it just, it's just like not there. You yeah, know what and, I mean? Person, I'm not saying that the like, opposite is like, you have no coffee. Yeah. And they were like, we're never buying you coffee. Yeah, I'm not saying that. We've experienced both sides of this. <laughs> you know, we've experienced places where we've like, uh, been and we're like, man, barely know these people. And this is like, they're so friendly and amazing. Yes. And then we've been like, Oh, like, should we leave? Do they want us here? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I think that's <laughs> the difference. Like, and but again, it's not like they're saying we don't want we you don't here. Want you here. It's no verbal communication. It's all nonverbal and yeah. we're picking up on it. And so for, you know, I'm sure a lot of you listening are going to be hosting family members or staying with family yeah. members or just or even being, just going for just the going day for the day and like Christmas parties and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. so like, how as believers and followers of Christ can we take this amazing nonverbal thing yeah. and dis and, and and do it well so right. that people feel loved, they feel yeah. welcomed, they feel honored, they feel like they belong? Because like, yeah, this book is all about like let's use this to like make our business a better oiled machine, right? Right. And like, which is great, which is great, <laughs> you know. And we understand that. And so like, but how can we take this sort of like technology and utilize it in? a season that can be tough for a lot of people, mm -hmm. you know, because I think that, you know, obviously like there's, there's memes galore about like, you know, politics at Thanksgiving or, mm -hmm. you know, at Christmas or whatever, mm -hmm. or, you know, people might disagree. We might have families of believers and non-believers. Like there, there might be a lot of difference yeah. in, in terms of all sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so how can we, as followers of Jesus, uh, use these cues of belonging to make others feel welcome and seen. Yeah. And I, I think honestly, like my go-to, like my idea is like to just talk about them, talk about them with the person you're going into these environments with, mm. or the person that you're welcoming people into your environment. So mm -hmm. like if Brooke and I were going to have a Thanksgiving party or a Christmas party or something like that, yeah, I think it would be good for us to us, sort of meaning me and you? You to have yeah. these conversations about like, okay, how, what nonverbal cues can we give to people right away that Thousand percent. make them feel like they belong? And and this is a silly one, but I, I remember this as a kid is that me, maybe me and Sam or me and Nick or, or me and Michael, or, you know, we were, when my mom, my parents said, my parents have had a, thing, a Christmas Eve party for years and years and years. Mm -hmm. And it's gone from like, it used to be like this big thing where it was like an Open like house, in. everybody yeah. can come. And then it's like kind of trickled down to like our family's just so big that it's just, you know. It's just us. Yeah. <laughs> Which still feels very full. Mm -hmm. um, but I remember her when it was like a drop-in, kids were required to ask people to take their coats. Oh, yeah. We used to do that when my parents yeah. would host. And, and so they, that, we would take them back and lay them on my parents' yeah, bed. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so it's like, that is such a easy, it's a nonverbal thing. I mean, obviously Probably, you're asking the kid to take has their to coat, ask, but, but it is what this, you're doing to someone's feel is like, oh, I instantly you're taking off their outer garment that yes. belongs outside and belongs to them. Yeah. And yeah you're yeah. saying you don't need this here because you are welcome in this home. Yeah. 
And so like, it's even just stuff like that, yeah. that I think can have a huge impact. But if we're not actively pursuing those cues yeah. and we just let, maybe let people hang their own coats or, yeah. you know, care, wear them yeah. or whatever, yeah. you would dent, like you picture a party yeah, of 30 and people it's, it's, and everyone's got their <clears throat> coat on and a party where none of those people have their coat on. Those are two very different vibes. Yes. And so, because it, like, I don't, I think this is right, but isn't all, all communication, isn't like 70%. Oh, I think it might even be higher than that. But I, I'm going to say 70 because yeah. I feel like that's safe. Um, 70%-ish yeah. <laughs> of all communication is nonverbal. I think that's where it's, yeah. I think that's where you can find that information. Um, which like, I've heard that before and I get that. But my instant thought when I think about that is like, okay, are my arms crossed? Am I smiling? Mm. I'm picturing like, body language, which, which still counts. That's literally 100%. part of this. It's one of the things on the list, but that's like all I think of mm -hmm. is the body language and the smiling and eye contact. Yeah. But when I think about nonverbal communication through the filter of belonging cues and will this help someone feel like they belong? Is this communicating you belong here? Mm -hmm. It totally changes oh, my life. I feel like it takes it from like looking at a tree to looking at the forest. Yes. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, I see all these ways that this could happen. And here's how all of these stack up. And so you could just take somebody's coat and that could be that. But if you take their coat and then they come again, we're talking in the hospitality realm, like of, or host, we're host, yeah. we're talking about hosting, you know, you take their coat and then they come in and there's, and there's something for them to eat right away. Yep. They're handed a drink, not like, not, yeah. not just, you know, all the drinks are over there, which is another thing. Sometimes just giving instructions is yeah, part of it. 100%. Like you're part of this. Come on in. Yep. Here's what's going on. Let me fill yep. you in. Um, I'm not saying you have to hand everybody a drink if right. it's a massive thing, but you also could mm -hmm. make something in advance that is fine for everybody. And yeah. so people are, I don't know the statistic on this, but way more comfortable with a drink in their hand, 100%. not even alcoholic, yeah. just like a literal cup in their hand. Yep. So they know what to do with their hands. And you start like adding these on like one after another, after another, after another. And that's a very different experience at the end of that party versus like, Hey guys, come on in. <laughs> All right. You know what I mean? 100%. And it, I think it's easy to do that. I'm not saying that that's like bad. Cause again, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not comparing a something full of belonging cues to like, we're arguing and you don't belong right, here 100%. and like all this stuff. I'm just comparing it to a total lack of intentionality around it. Or if you did try. Yeah. And I just think that like, even if it's people you see all the time, yeah. like even if you're like, I go to my mom's house all the time, yeah. but I'm going, we're also going there for Christmas afternoon yeah. or wherever. Yep. And you are intentional about bringing some of these cues with you, so mm -hmm. to speak, or yeah. you're the one hosting. I just, I genuinely believe it will feel so different. Yep. People's insides, their hearts mm -hmm. and their, their cups will be full and their buckets yep. and all those, yep. all those phrases that you can use to talk about just like somebody really feeling like they belong. I feel like this is how you do it. There's no other magic sauce. That's like, this is literally it. Yeah. This is the way to make that happen. hundred percent. And I think a question, like a good question to ask yourself is like in your mind, think about a place like the DMV where you don't belong. You know, there's no cues there. It's <laughs> right. just, you know, dreadful. Which and is funny though, because I'm like, literally everybody's there because they, they can all drive. Like, you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or are trying to drive or something yeah. but like you could, it could play into this humorous, like we're all a part of this horrible DMV yeah. and they could totally make a culture out of it yeah. if they wanted to. hundred <laughs> percent. Or like, and then think about maybe a place where you feel like for us on 
on island. Like the Bethke's is a place where we always feel like we belong. Yeah. Like they are incredible. They are very good hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, and they work hard at and it. They work They're hard very at intentional. It. Yeah, they, they, it's a very important part of their family culture Yeah, and it, 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 and it shows. And so I would, you know, so when we talk about this, how can we sort of mimic that side of things? Mm-hmm. How, what do they do? Well, like, what can we take? You know, we obviously can't take everything. They have a pickleball court. So like, we can't have that. <laughs> um, but what can we do that they do well and, and take it into our sort of like hosting family, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and, and I think if you sort of run through that a couple of times in your mind, that that will just be like a super helpful sort of guidepost of like to pick to pick a literal yeah. place or family or somewhere where you do feel like you belong. Yeah, like last if you feel night, like you're stuck and yeah, you're like, so I don't last know. Last night we had a guy's night at Ian's house. Yeah, and we all show up. You know, I'm very comfortable in their home. Yeah, you know, but that's because they they are constantly they do all those things giving us cues that we belong mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. But we went outside and he had all the chairs in a circle. Mm-hmm. He had a bag. Uh, like a cooler bag of ice with drinks yep. and a fire going in this like yeah. little like fire thing. I feel like fire pit should literally be on this. Yes. <laughs> and he hadn't, you know, like obviously I said hi to him. I gave him a hug, but like yeah. a- outside of that, you know, he was busy kind of doing stuff, but instantly like I felt comfortable enough to grab a drink, mm-hmm. sit on a chair and start yeah. chatting with people who were already there. Yeah. And like that seems sim- simple and it seems obvious but he was super intentional about it and it made us all feel like we belonged. And we were there from seven 30 until midnight Yeah, because everyone in that circle were giving each other cues of belonging. And so it allowed the conversation to continue and flow and get serious and yes. get super funny and then get serious again. <laughs> and, and it was because of those nonverbal things, Laugh, yes. like people looking at you while you're talking energy, you know, the, the mimicry one, which is, there's, I think there's like whole complete stories mm-hmm. about it in the book, but just about how, how powerful that is. Yeah. And it's like the, it's the episode of in the office where Dwight's learning to listen yeah. and smile like and, smiling. and like shake yeah, his head, 100%. like to show yeah. outwardly that he's listening yeah. internally. Like, like that a, is yeah, that, cause his line is I listen with my ears, yes, <laughs> you know? Yes. And they're like, whatever, we yeah. need you to listen with your face. Like yeah. I need to see it. And that's, <laughs> that's a very, very real. But I feel like something like that, that's a huge part of like what, you did last night is that yeah. people were listening. They were, they were sitting within head. proximity. Yeah. They had eye contact. Their energy was the same. And that doesn't mean that energy. I don't, I don't think means like everybody has to be this super friendly, positive, 100%. outgoing, like person, like yeah. you can still be your calm. You can still be yourself and meet people with just an energy of I'm listening. I'm paying attention. You matter. It yeah. doesn't have to mean like volume and excitement like and I, that. And I think some of us have a natural tendency, like our, some of us are naturally gifted at belonging cues. I would put Brooke in that category. You really, well, that's kind of you. But if I was super honest about myself, I don't know if I, I am. would put that in your, I would, okay. Sorry. Right, here, let's get real about it. Yeah. Go I ahead. would put you in that category for strangers. You are very good at smiling to strangers and mm-hmm. nodding at them See, and that's mimicking a really good point. them in close knit family friend environment, you do sort of take that introverted yes. fly in the wall, which I think has some, some to do with your voice for so many years and just sort of like muscle memory of that. Well, that's also true. But it's, it's interesting that you're better at it with strangers than I am. And I yes. feel like I'm better at it with friends and family than you are. Correct. Um, but I do think that both of us could improve at it on all fronts. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I'll never forget Brian Zemer when we, the day we opened supply, he was like, guys, I need to talk to you about something. And so like, you know, yeah. he's like a mentor, older guy. We're like, oh no, we're in trouble. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> and he just told us, he's like, sometimes you two come off as cold mm-hmm. and I want you to just work on being warm today. And I yeah. think about that all the time now. Yeah. And I think what he was trying to say without maybe the language was like, your cues of belonging are non-existent. So let's, sh- let's let them come to yeah. the front of the tape, like the f- yeah. Yeah. F- front today, like, you know, mm-hmm. and it definitely made an impact. I mean, I think about it all the time. Yeah. And so if you, and it, it, and it also gave us the language. I mean, I don't know how many times we've, we are like just about to knock on somebody's door or get out of the car and see somebody or whatever. And we'll literally say, be warm. We like yeah. yell it at each other, like a, like a charge. Yeah. And then we get out and go do the thing because not that we were planning on being cold, right. but it's just this reminder of like, yes, every interaction like that does matter. And that doesn't mean that we can't have a bad day. Yeah. We can't do whatever, but you know, yeah, it just, mm-hmm. I want to be places where I feel like I belong. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, that's how everybody's feeling when they come into my space. Yeah. So, and I think that's why like we weep when we think about Jesus is because Jesus like we all, like he says, you belong, you belong here, no matter what, no matter yeah. how bad you are, all this stuff, yeah. no matter your sin, no matter your shame, you belong here. And he, he has all the belonging cues, you know, <laughs> and, and, and some, and yeah. some. And so like, if we want to mirror or, uh, you know, be as much like Jesus as we can, mm-hmm. I think those nonverbal belonging cues are a big part of that. And I think if we don't think about them and actively talk about them, because as Brooke and I, like we're talking about our trip, now that we've opened that door, we've had meta communication. We've had communication about something something that's (laughs) going to happen. During the trip now, we can have communication in the moment and and we can say to each other, hey, like, that was rough to watch. There yeah. was no cues of belonging for those tiny girls yeah. who are not in their home, yeah. who are someplace different, who, yeah. you know, might be missing stuff. Like, let's let's yeah. have an attitude of grace and comfort towards them as we travel, yeah. which will make, which will honestly help all of us yes. because it will make the whole trip better. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think like, it seems like a simple thing. It seems... And it's definitely probably simple for some people. I'm sure there are some people who are listening that are like, why are you even talking about this? This right. is so easy for me. Or if it's like super modeled in your yeah. family or in your church or in your small yeah. group, you might be like, oh, I already I already do this and I know what this is. And so this is great. This is a great reminder. Let's keep running yeah. in that direction. Like a cue, like, okay, here's a question then for you. <laughs> oh, I was going to ask, can I ask a funny question sure. first? So like, for example, <laughs> a cue of belonging for our girls at Christmas this year might be like, Waking up to having gifts in yeah, Pennsylvania. Cr- yeah. Do you morning. think maybe we should send those in advance or no, just like panic and buy open. them at 1130 at a gas station? I think gas do you think that's the better way to do it? To <laughs> no carts though. So you gotta, I know. maybe you should come with me so we can have, so we have at least four hands. Um, <laughs> but here, here's a question for you. What's a nonverbal way mm-hmm. someone can make you feel like you belong? Like what's something that brings you that I personally think personally, of immediately. Yeah, I personally immediately think of food yeah. and that's probably cause I, I don't mind making food. The food part of hosting does not stress me right. out. I know that it can for some yeah. people. Um, but I think about food again, I'm thinking about hosting parties yeah. and we're tying this directly into like cues of belonging, which 
You could have cues of belonging in your bedtime routine yeah. with your kids. You can have cues of belonging anywhere, but we're talking about that. Um, I think, I think music, mm-hmm. I think music is a big part of just um, putting people at ease. Yeah. I think people, it's not like the music specifically, they're like, this is my favorite song. Yeah, 100%. Not like that. It's just that p- people are often very uncomfortable with silence, yep. especially if they're the first people there. Yep. And so it's like, just to add the like, oh, this is, the party's already happening and here, you know, come on in because the music's going. I think that's really great. Um, I think for me, having a question or two already in mind that yes. I want to ask people. And that's a verbal way of making people belong. Yes, but 100%. 100%. Yes. But for me, I have to have all this like in my head communication about it beforehand so that I'm like, so that I'm not so busy doing all the things that I forget to actually look somebody in the eye yeah. and ask them a, ask them a yeah. question. Like at Thanksgiving, uh, at every table, there was a jar full of like conversation starters. Yeah. And what's interesting is last night at Guy's Night, one of those conversation starters at a different table, like someone brought it up that last night and was mm. like, hey, this was the, and and so that was what launched into hours of conversation. Yeah. And so it was like this really cool thing that started because people, the Bethkeys wanted to make people belong at Thanksgiving and then yeah. it like continued into Guy's Night at Ian's house. Yeah. And like, what a strong, like, feeling and vibe of community that is to like, that those things are like, like, uh, permeating, permeating through different events. Yeah. But still like they're having the same sort of power over people like feeling comfortable that they belong. Yeah. For me, the nonverbal one is the big one for me is drinks. I want to make sure you're such a drink person. hundred percent. And and I don't drink alcohol. No, you don't. But like you have said in the hypothetical, hypothetical scenario where you could survive on drinks for the rest of your life or food. I would pick drinks, which blows my mind. Yeah. I would never drink thing ever again. Yeah. If I didn't like a lizard person. Um, yeah. yeah, And and just like having variety of beverages for Mm -hmm. people to choose from, I think allows people to feel like, Oh, this is cool. Like, I, I, it's so silly, but I like Spindrift. My mom always has Spindrift when we visit. Yeah. And I know- Which to I, me is is like, again, we're taking something like uh-huh. attention yep. and giving somebody attention in a nonverbal way in a conversation. And then we're, you and I, T, we're building that out yeah. and to be like, how else do we use these belonging cues yeah. in more literal, practical yeah. ways as well to support the literal definition of the cues so like, we're talking about? What's crazy is like, I'm going to my childhood home. Yeah. Obviously, I feel like I belong there. Yeah. Um, even though my bedroom has been transformed into my dad's sort of gym and also storage while my sister's rooms remains intact. Remains intact and untouched, still with a bed. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but not like I already belong there. But then my mom is going out of her way to like make sure that the right drinks are there mm-hmm. for both of us, mm-hmm. even though you you only, you know, drink a teaspoon of water a day. <laughs> and then, but even further than that. She's texting me weeks before saying, hey, look what I found at this place. Yeah. And all of that combined makes me feel so loved and so welcomed in a place where I already feel those things. But that still matters. Yeah. Just because someone is comfortable in your house doesn't mean that those cues or those things or those extra steps won't make them feel even more loved yeah. and more cared for. Yeah. And I would even take it one step further outside of like the specificness of like food and sort of the like, what do I do with my hand stuff mm-hmm. is like, what type of conversation, you, you, you know, so like someone comes in, you take their coat, like, let's go just go through it. You take their coat that you've got food for them. You're smiling. Yeah. You're nodding. You're matching intensity, all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. All those things are great. 
Yes. And that's going to make someone feel like they're welcome. Yeah. And then if you add on to that genuine interest in their lives, mm-hmm. questions that aren't just like, hey, how you been? Mm-hmm. Or hey, what's new? But like yeah. literal questions about what's going on in their lives because you know. Right. Like you know, or or you have that sort of like, um, like the question we asked last night was, if you had to give a five-minute presentation on anything outside of what you do for a living, mm-hmm. what could you give a five-minute presentation With on? zero planning. With like zero you could planning. just step up and do yep. it. And so tons of answers. Someone said ramen. Someone said making <laughs> balloon animals. Someone <laughs> said like quantum physics or like quantum chemistry or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I said movies. Um, like there was just so many different yeah. And, and so like you ask that question to someone who instead of, Hey, how you been? Mm-hmm. And they say, Oh, I could make it on making bracelets. And you now I'd be like, what, wait, what do you, you mean? You make bracelets? Like, yeah. tell me all about it. You know? Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. you're, you're, that is such a different intense that that gives you the opportunity to then initiate those nonverbal cues of belonging by matching intensity by like, well, I think people will feel more willing to answer questions yeah. like that and share and maybe reciprocate those questions because if all the nonverbal things are happening under the surface, it makes it easier to go above the surface yeah. or go deeper or whatever, whatever version, whatever yeah. direction you're headed, like, and be like, I feel like I belong here. Yeah. And so I can actually have a conversation that's deeper. And then that will only lead to the belonging cues. It's like you've looped all the way back around from the nonverbal mm-hmm. and you went into the verbal to for a conversation. And now the deeper conversations bring you back out of it into this nonverbal of the relationship will continue mm-hmm. because you feel safe enough to go deeper. And yeah. so it's this like similar to the loop we talk about in rhythmic living. I just yeah. feel like it keeps going around and around, um, which is just really cool. Yeah. And, and I, and I truly believe that if, if us as believers head into sort of Christmas season, a time that seems to be stressful for people, mm-hmm. uh, or for some, yeah, for some, if it's not for you, yeah. maybe it is for a family yeah, member or, like, or yeah. Yeah with a lot of energy behind how can I cultivate, how can I bring like, you know, if we picture our tool belt of belonging cues, how can (laughs) I have these at the ready the whole time? Yeah. I'm going to this party or this party. I'm traveling on this plane with my kids or or we're driving to this thing Mm -hmm. or we're, you know, getting ready in a, in a quick place or we're living out of suitcase. How can I have all these things at the ready? Mm -hmm. I believe fully that your Christmas season will be filled with much more joy, Mm -hmm. much more love, much more, excitement and and I think a desire and, then to do it all again. Yeah. You know, like yeah. uh, it, again, it's, it's like a, if I think about it specific to Christmas, let's just the, the Christmas season yeah. as a whole, the belonging cues around that. I think if we do it intentionally and well, then we, then it's next year when people are listening to this podcast, you know, yeah. like 11 months 100%. from now. Um, but they heard a current. Ad, right. I started. No yeah, exactly. I'm so excited to learn about yeah. what we have going on then. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would be more excited for that next season because I feel like I feel like I belong there, Mm -hmm. you know, and I feel like it compounds in so many ways, which is just, yeah, yeah. just very helpful filter, very helpful filter. And I feel like very helpful conversation with your spouse as you either head to somewhere or you host something. Yeah. I think it works both on both sides of that coin. Yes. Because yeah, I think it's just going to be super beneficial. Yeah. So. I love it. I love it too. <laughs> and I love that you guys listen to the Walk and Love podcast. We're yeah. super, super grateful. Uh, thank you for listening and thank you for making us a part of your week. If you're listening in the year 2023, go buy a 25T of Christmas. <laughs> if you're listening in 2024. Who knows? 
whatever the ad said, go do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I love, I love you. you. Bye. Bye.